This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good evening, listeners. What Good a joy. evening, listeners. What a joy to be with you today. And it's New Year's. New Year's 2022. <laughs> wow, isn't that amazing? Wow, Frederick, the only reason why I can do this, I don't know about you, is because I know God is with us. Mm, mm, mm. If we just think back of what has happened 2020, 2021. Right. And now here we are in 2022. We have survived, Mm -hmm. but more than survived, we have experienced the Lord's goodness Mm. and and His Mm. grace. And His goodness and mercy that follow us wherever we go. Mm. I always remember Psalm 23 verse 6, His goodness and mercy that follows us. And with that, we can go into this year Mm. and Mm. be Mm. excited and have hope. Yes. Because we know it doesn't matter what's going to happen. God will never leave us nor forsake us. It reminds me of that part of the serenity prayers, okay? Mm-hmm. Trusting that you, being the Lord God, will make all things right if I surrender to your will. Amen. And that's mm-hmm. what we need to do daily, hey? Daily give our lives over. I mean, we've given our lives to him, but mm. but just to surrender it again. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but I can take it over so easily. Mm. Before mm. I mm. know, mm. I've got my will in my hands. <laughs> yes, and it, it, it reminds me once again, um, you know, in our program, we talk about reality, restoration, and redemption in the face of addiction. Yeah, like we said in the intro, right? Mm. And... Um, and and this is a time where we can start the new year with hope, mm. knowing that we do not need to be stuck in our struggles mm. and our hurts, hang-ups, and habits, right. but that we can surrender that to the Lord and Absolutely. surrender our will to Him. And in that, we find hope. It's not in mm. doing it ourselves or trying very hard and battling through this thing alone, um, but in the community that he provides for Mm. us and that we can slot into, we can find hope and healing and wholeness. Absolutely. Mm. Um, In the midst of the reality of Mm. addiction, because that's what we talk about in this program, it's Mm. intimacy, but it's the challenges that we have with deep connection with one another and with God and with ourselves in the face of addiction. Yes. And then many of us maybe are not struggling with acute addictions, but mm. like you said, hurts, hang-ups and habits. Yeah. And then we find ourselves keep doing the things that we don't want to do over and over again, and we're kind of stuck in a way. And that we have certain. quite familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, what that was saying that in Romans, um, that he says, I want to do the things that are good and, and, and wholesome, but I don't do them. And the things I don't want to do that are wrong, and I do those things. And, uh, but by the grace of God, he's able to move through those things. Mm. Mm. And when we walk with the Spirit and empowerment of the Spirit, mm. we don't need to fall into that 
those rabbit holes. Mm, eh? mm, if mm. we daily submit and daily give our lives to him, just like we said. But by the way, Frederick, we're talking about Paul. And uh, so just tongue in the cheek, I want to ask you, do you think, because Paul says, and I know that's kind of a ridiculous question. Some people say, well, why can't you even say that? But <laughs> <laughs> tongue in the cheek with Paul saying the good that I want to do, I don't do. And the, the, what I don't want to do, I do. Do you think Paul struggled with a form of addiction? I, I really don't believe that. Mm. Um, and there are a few reasons uh, why I say that, Suki. Firstly, um, oh, let me take a step back and say, what are the typical characteristics of somebody that's uh, in an addiction? And that is an active addiction. And the one thing is that they are disengaged. And, and the reason I say that is because I look at myself. When I was at the height of my addiction and acting out in my sexual addiction, I was disengaged. Um, I didn't connect with God. I didn't, or no, I wouldn't say I did not connect. I didn't connect well. Mm, you and tried intimately. To. I tried, but mm. there, there was not real intimate connection with God, um, especially with you. In other words, with those closest to us, those are often the most uh, damaged uh, relationships. Um, and then the, the relationship that, we, that I had was with the porn addiction. In other words, with the addiction, uh, rather than with my dear, beloved wife, Suki. And um, so those are some of the aspects uh, that are uh, present with addictions. Mm. And, um, and it's not only you. That's what many people experience. Yes. Because the attachment, <clears throat> instead of with a relationship, is actually to the substance or the process addiction, mm, right? Mm, mm. And, and Paul was very, very well connected, not only with himself, but with God and with those that many, many people that he wrote letters to. I mean, most of the New Testament is written by Paul, and uh, he had incredible connection and insight into their lives, insight into his own life, and very, very aware. And that's another thing that... Um, Typical addicts uh, are not aware of is what is re what is the reality in the in their lives. What is the reality in my life? And I'm, I mean, I remember so clearly that one time when then early on in our marriage that you asked me, so what do I feel? And I I couldn't answer you what I was feeling. I said mm, maybe sad, or I don't know, maybe disappointed, or whatever. But I was unaware of my feelings, and even of my thoughts um, around whatever we were busy talking about. So mm. there's a lot of unawareness. Mm. And Paul was very, very, very aware mm. of mm. the realities around him. Mm. Uh, so much so that he could write his best letters or f many of his letters from out of the prison, mm. very aware of his uh, surroundings mm. and his circumstances and being content in them and be able to write letters of encouragement and joy and, and, and fruitfulness mm. uh, from out of his position. So Paul was definitely not an <laughs> addict, even <laughs> though... He, as a Christ follower mm. and a Christ-obedient man, mm. um, 
was struggling to do the things that he really would mm. want to do mm. and, and not doing things that he would not like mm. to do. And I remember uh, the Bible talks about the thorn in his flesh and there's mm. so much speculation about what was it. Mm. Um, but I guess that could be part of the hurt or hang up, what we always talk about. Um, that caused him maybe not to be able to do the things that he wanted to do. And it, that says that even, it brings me great comfort, Frederick. Mm. We often we often uh, quote this verse in our program. And, and then I think sometimes we quote it too much because if we live under the spirit, under um, what the influence. Under grace. Yeah. No, no, I think the Holy Spirit, if mm. we live mm. in tune with the Holy Spirit. Yes then we can walk in the Spirit and mm. do like the fruit of the Spirit, right? Mm, mm, mm. Um, but it's we live in such a fallen world, and so many of us <sighs> slip away from that, and sometimes we succumb to the flesh and mm. we struggle with that. And I was wondering, I, I, I was thinking it's so important for us just to, you know, this program is a little bit more than a year old, and it's the beginning mm. of the year. So we were thinking just to talk more, a little bit more Focus back because we do many aspects of addiction or we look up. It's like a, a pizza that you cut into many small pieces. And maybe one month we, we look at one of the pizza pieces. Mm, but mm. now, the beginning of the year, it's always good to get a, 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 a bird's eye view, right? Mm. To look at just addiction generally again mm, mm, mm. and to look at... You know, you and me often talk from the point of view of process addictions because that's that's our experience. I mean, my dad and your dad both had an alcohol addiction, but mm. um, and so just to look more closely at what is the difference between a substance addiction and a process addiction, and that's what we were thinking we're going to talk about this month, right? Mm, absolutely, yeah. So a very very important, Suki, because I think. Um, in our previous programs, oh, by the way, listeners, if you had missed any of our previous programs, please go to www.kpulpit.co.za, click on podcasts, click on Into Me See, and you have a, a library of the podcasts that we've done beforehand. And in our previous programs, we often t just talk about addiction. And it's, it's become a very wide term. Um, and in our minds, we have a number of addictions that people can fall into. But I think this month, we want to look very specific, more in, in, in greater detail. What does it mean when we talk about process addiction? What does it mean if we talk about substance addiction? Yes, and we can go into that more after the break. But just before we get into the break, I also just want to say, I think it's a good thing to do it now because mm. it's January. December's just passed. It's actually still holiday. Many mm. people are still at home and they're struggling. You know, people that maybe didn't think about this, they struggled with some substance addiction or mm. some things maybe a kid that started using drugs or realized the mom during the holiday or the dad that my child is using drugs. Mm. And what do I do? And I'm completely shocked and overwhelmed because often it's Christian children and, mm. and they mm. didn't mm. expect, they never thought that this would happen to them and this would be part of their family story. Mm. And uh, so it's good just for us as we go into the new year um, that we just get that little overview. But mm. let's take the break and then we talk more detail after that. Thank you for that little break, Suki, and very welcome back, listeners. 
Um, Suki was talking about some forms of addictions and what could have happened over the uh, the Christmas and the December season and the new year. And I think many of us, um, especially those that already have an addiction, um, it was highlighted during this season. And uh, as Suki was saying that perhaps things have been seen that have been hidden beforehand and all of a sudden uh, the families come to realize that one of their family members is addicted. Or perhaps um, in this season, being very close to the family, you have realized but there is some type of hurt, hang-up, a habit uh, or something or an addiction that has been revealed over this over the period. And it affects the whole family, right? Mm, Because mm. it's a family disease, addiction. Mm. So it's not just an individual, but the whole family and friends, everybody suffers and everybody's part of this this whole puzzle that's so hard to figure out the pieces, how to put it back Mm. again. You know, Suki, the word that you use there, disease, it's interesting that, um, I mean, long before, and I was still a young man, and I heard about AA Alcoholics Anonymous and them talking about alcoholism as being a disease. It was very puzzling for me. So, you know, saying that something is a disease, I mean, cancer is a disease or, you know, having some a very ill thing is, is a disease. But it is also a disease because it affects the mind the brain, and there are differences, uh, things that that change in the brain, and it needs to be treated. Mm. So just like any disease that needs to be treated, Mm. and I think perhaps it's good that it's a disease and not just some character flaw, because if it's a disease, it means it can be treated. It means Mm. that there is hope. Mm. And that is what we want to give at this time of the year, hope. And we also know that there's recovery, right? We always talk Mm. about recovery. And recovery are the things that you can do um, that can help for Mm. everybody involved. And and, I know, Frederick, there are different ideas about whether it's a disease or not. And I mean, it doesn't matter from what point of view you are if you differ Mm. from us. It is it is something that's cunning, baffling, mm. powerful, yeah, um, and mm. um, it it infiltrates families and it has devastating effects. But we have Jesus, yes, and therefore we we look with hope and we look at all the uh, the professional help and things we can get. But we also look from a Christian perspective. But let's look a little bit at the the different kinds of addiction, Frederica. We as we mentioned, it's process and it's substance. Maybe you can just uh, kick off by giving us a little bit of a definition for each one. Yeah, it's very interesting, Suki. I still attend um, a support group, a Sex Addicts Anonymous support group, Mm. even though I've had many years of sobriety. Mm. It's still important for me to go and attend those meetings and uh, receive that support. And many of the guys in the support group are not only struggling with sex addiction, but they have or still busy struggling with narcotics, substances or alcohol and some other addictions. And um, so we always talk about cross addictions. Mm. And that means that I always think of it like a delta of a river going into the sea. And each of the deltas represent an an addiction. Mm. And if you close the one delta, 
then the river starts flowing mm. into another delta mm. and there's another addiction that, that pops up. Because the root is not addressed, right? Because and it just comes root. out. And I know many people often struggle with food addictions mm. and people are obese and they struggle, they can't stop eating because maybe they don't act out on the process addiction like porn anymore, but then they start eating too much. Mm. But mm. let's get back to substance, uh, the difference between substance and process and what yeah, does it mean? It's good that you mentioned eating suki because eating is a substance not so mm. but eating disorder we call a process mm. addiction mm -hmm. and why do we call it a process addiction uh, unlike substances we can define sobriety by saying you don't have a drink or you don't take the drug mm. or um, There is there's a very, very clear line of sobriety, and you can stop immediately. Mm. However, I cannot stop eating, mm. because if I stop eating, I'm going to die. It's, right. it's not good for me. Right. But the, the, be, when it becomes processed, mm. it is not eating appropriately or not eating healthily mm. so that I give my body what it needs, mm. but not more than what mm. it needs. What can become binge eating or yeah. can become anorexia or whatever, if yes. it's too far, you mm. know, if mm. you are. Mm. Right. But to get back to substance, it's about a substance mm. um, like alcohol or um, heroin or any of those, tuk, whatever people mm. use. Uh, a substance, something that you can stop and you know when you stopped, you, you know you stopped and you yeah. can stop. It's mm. not like food that you can or like um, like sex addiction when people are married, um, they, you know, they're still in, in a sexual relationship. They can't mm. just stop it. And uh, so that that is the difference. Yes. And some other process addictions is gambling mm -hmm. and um, what other gaming Mm. Um, even exercising, uh, doing sport or watching television, mm. shopping. Uh, uh, shopping addiction, mm. um, which is actually quite a big one. Um, during the Christmas season, some people could have uh, exercised mm. an addiction without even knowing it. it's mm. part of the part of their addiction. And uh, coming into into January, maybe all the money has been spent, but they are still continuing to spend money. So mm. perhaps then. They need to have a look at, especially online, right? Mm, Many mm. people spend. I, I know I have friends that told me uh, when they get very nervous or so and worried about life, they go online and they buy things, mm, and mm. Uh, so that could also be an addiction. Of course, it's not always. We're not saying all these things are addictions, like sport is an addiction. Mm. But I mean, if you do that, so what is the the basic root of addiction or the the definition of addiction? Suki, uh, I, I was looking again at those things that I had written down. People mm. become disengaged in face-to-face -face or connectedness with other people. Mm. Um, they isolate. Um, they take risks with regards to that behavior or that activity. Mm. Um, if it's uh, alcohol, they will go into any length to mm. get the alcohol that they feel they need. If it's sex addiction, they will take incredible risks um, to their own safety, to to um, their family and to their relationships. Mm. And they cannot stop. They mm. promise many, many times, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop, but they cannot. So I think it's using um, something legitimate. I remember the an addic uh, uh, definition that I can't remember clearly now. Something legitimate 
but in an unhealthy way. Yeah, fulfilling to a fulfill a need, mm. but in a in a in, in the an obscure way, in an unhealthy way. Yeah, in other words, there's a legitimate need, need right. that is being filled with an unlegitimate mm, means uh, right. or mm. behavior mm. or action. Mm. And it, it really breaks down relationships. Mm. And maybe that brings us to the next point. It breaks down intimacy. Mm. It breaks down intimacy. I just look at my own uh, addictions when I was at the height my relationships were broken, mm. and the broken down, there was no intimacy. Because the person with the addiction um, has got a close connection with that, whatever the addiction is. And mm. that is the person's main connection, is mm. with that mm. attachment, is with that addiction, right? Yeah. Not with people, and mm. that's where the problem comes in. Yeah, and so, um, Suki... You know, we we can continue chatting for quite a while, but now let's just give the listeners a preview of mm. what we are going to be doing the rest of the month. Would you like to share some of that? Mm. So we're going to have Andre Leroux here for the next three programs, and he has 30 years of ex of experience with substance and process addiction. Mm. And for the next few programs, like Frederick and I just scraped the the surface now of really what it is and you can hear we were kind of falling over our words here and trying to do it because we we are registered counselors but still you know I, I think we need to get it for those people that have done it for many 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 years to come and tell us more about that in detail mm. so we're really looking forward to talking to Andre for the next three programs um, uh, next week he's just going to to uh, talk more in detail about substance addiction and process addiction. The week after that, he's going to specifically speak about uh, substance addiction. And the week after that, he's going to focus on process addiction and all the different kinds of addiction, like shopping addiction and gambling and all that stuff. Mm. And then every time he's going to include family members and friends of those that struggle with addiction and how mm. it affects us and what we can do. I think that's so important because often... Those struggling with addictions are not the ones often listening to the program, I think, <laughs> because often they don't think they have a pro problem. And that's part of the part of the addiction, right, mm, that mm. people deny it. And it takes a lot of um, intervention and help to actually get people to understand that they do, in fact, have a problem with yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah, so. so thank you very much, listeners, for being with us today and this evening. And um, Please remember, if you have any questions or comments, uh, please send us an email at frederiksuki at kpulpit.co.za. And go back to our podcasts. Uh, go to www.kpulpit.co.za. Click on in, uh, podcasts and click on intimacy and get to the library and have a look and have a listen and pass it on to friends. Yes, and blessed New Year to you. Enjoy mm. the rest of this festive time. We're still in the first week and continue to enjoy it and we'll meet with you next time. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.